of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Putin has made it clear in several interviews that he is well aware of how U.S. presidents come and go and U.S. policy never changes. Потому что очень сильна власть бюрократии. Вот человека избрали, он приходит с одними идеями, к нему приходят люди с кейсами, хорошо одетые и в темных, как у меня, костюмах, но только не с красным галстуком, а с черным или, или с темно-синим. И начинают объяснять, как нужно делать. И все сразу меняется, понимаете? Это, это происходит от одной администрации к другой. Путин well aware that it is the CIA who directs US policy. And it is the intelligence agencies of NATO countries who have been covertly instigating war with Russia for decades. In the Tucker Carlson interview at the Kremlin, President Putin seemed to be speaking directly to the CIA, twice playfully hinting that Tucker is a representative of the intelligence organization. With the backing of whom? With the backing of CIA, of course. The organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. We should thank God they didn't let you in. Although, it is a serious organization. I understand. Who blew up Nord Stream? <laughs> you for sure. I was busy that day. <laughs> Nate, it, do you have... Do you have uh, I did not blow up Nord Stream. Uh, thank you, though. You personally may have an alibi, but the CIA has no such alibi. And the CIA responded to Putin via their New York Times media outlet in the recent article, The Spy War, How the CIA Secretly Helps Ukraine Fight Putin. The article admits that the CIA, operating through three different presidential administrations, has transformed the Ukraine into Washington's most important intelligence partners against the Kremlin. They have secretly trained and equipped Ukrainian intelligence officers over the past decade and constructed a network of 12 secret bases along the Russian border used to launch cross-border attacks on Russian territory. This means the CIA is responsible for the attacks on oil refineries and energy infrastructure. The article describes secret underground command centers established near the Russian border, financed and equipped by the CIA. A CIA program called Operation Goldfish enabled Ukrainians to hack into Russian military networks, break into satellites, and decode secret conversations. Two years after the 2014 Western-backed coup in Ukraine, the CIA set up training programs for an elite Ukrainian commando force known as Unit 2245. The CIA trained Ukrainian spies who operate inside of Russia, across Europe, and in other places where Russia operates. The article points out that this operation may have been hidden from Trump. While Trump's rhetoric was friendly to Russia, his administration of anti-Russia war hawks 
such as Mike Pompeo and John Bolton, kept Western aggression moving forward, which is what Putin has been pointing out for years. Presidents come and go, and the policy never changes. The article says nothing about the several bioweapons labs that the U.S. admitted to having along Russia's border. Some of these labs were seized by the Russian Federation, who say they are preparing to release a report on them, but have so far remained silent. Putin has made it clear that Russia's actions in Ukraine was in response to decades of hostile U.S.-NATO military expansion on Russian borders, and the CIA is now admitting this to be true. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Jones. I'm going to be here for the next four hours on the InfoWars Radio TV slash Information Warfare Network. We are 248 days, 12 hours, 52 minutes, 57 seconds out. The most important election in world history. All right. Huge stories, huge developments, over the top, absolutely amazing, absolutely riveting. Joe Rogan finds Jesus Christ. And I just saw this this morning, and I haven't talked to Joe in a couple of days. I'm going to call him today. But I, I, I told you that when I met with Joe recently, he is completely awake and dialed in. And on board. And I and I and I told you months ago I would expect you to hear on air Joe Rogan saying it's a fight between good versus evil and that angels and demons are real and I'm going to leave it at that let Joe say it for himself but I'm sure the archivist can find it just to show you we are tomorrow's news today there are no atheists in foxholes and I know Joe for 25 years hell longer I've known since 1998 been friends since 99 and if we can get the most influential podcaster awake which we've done all of us together. God did it. And we've got Tucker Carlson on board. I'll leave it at that. He told me to my face that we basically helped him, uh, triggered his awakening. It, it, it's not me doing this. It's God, and it's all of you that support the broadcast and spread the word, but we are the tip of the spear. And I don't say that again to brag. I say it because we have to realize, and I have to realize when I'm upset or angry or discouraged that, no, we've been given so much damn victory by God 
that we better get a good attitude and realize that we're on the winning team here. So I've got mega massive news here that the Democrats are openly positioning and blueprinting and pre-programming, just like they did in 2020, how they're going to steal the 2024 election. This stack right here, I've got all the documents, the video clips, them admitting it. It is stunningly evil. But the good news is, nine months out, we got their battle plan. This right here, we can do the whole four hours on. Now, you know what's just as important or more important? This right here. What did I say two weeks ago and last week? I said Putin's going to come out and say, if NATO officially moves into Ukraine, that's full war and it's nuclear war. And he's now come out and said it in the last three days in two interviews. And you got Lloyd Austin, that absolute New World Order piece of garbage, arrogantly in Congress, forcibly injecting our troops with poison shots, saying, we've got to crush Russia and Ukraine, or we've got to go to war with Russia. We're already at war with Russia. It's becoming official by the minute. So if you love your children and you love living, you need to realize we're in a point in history that's the most dangerous we've ever experienced. Putin threatens to nuke West after accusing NATO of planning to strike Russia. The CIA last week came out in that big New York Times article that's in Greg Reese's latest report. I'll give you the headline of that report because it's vital and you should get it at man.video. We're going to post it right now at Real Alex Jones on Twitter so it gets more views because it needs to be seen. CIA admits to instigating the war with Russia, which they've always admitted, but, but now they're officially admitting it. And does that make Russia per- perfect or Putin perfect? No, but but we're not starting a fight here with Syria or Iraq. It's with the biggest nuclear power on the world, in the world. And it makes my head spin that we've gotten to this point. This is really bad. So... Last week, I, I, or Monday, I came in and, and I said, I, I told my wife that we've gone from the possibility of nuclear war to the probability, and then the next day, top Senate Republicans and a bunch of NATO officials and John Kirby, the spokesperson, or whatever Kirby's first name is, he came out and said, no, 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 we're not looking for troops on the ground, U.S. troops, and we're trying to move to reconstruction and, you know, some kind of peace deal. So that what that tells you is there's a battle in the power structure about whether they're going to double down or not. It's like a crazy degenerate gambler that's lost everything and put five mortgages on their house and won't stop after three days of gambling in Las Vegas and is calling up family members, asking them to give them loans. That's the crazy globalist trying to accelerate and double down. And you've got quite a few people that are evil and corrupt in the power structure, but they understand they're running up against a brick wall with Russia. And that means war with China, too. And and sure, maybe the globalists kill all the Russians and the Chinese, but most of us are going to die in the process. So it's called a Pyrrhic victory. All we could hope for with our hijacked government leading us and driving us over the edge of a cliff is a Pyrrhic victory. 
Well, a Pyrrhic victory is where you win the war, but then you're destroyed in the process afterwards. It causes your collapse. And that's where we are. The British Empire basically collapsed in World War II. They'd really already started to collapse to World War I because they were able to win the war, but spend so much money and energy that it fried them. And so that's where we are. Vladimir Putin wildly claims NATO's strike on Russia imminent as he sends chilling warning. He's not wildly saying it. NATO's supplying the troops, the advisors, the CIA bases, the weapons, and says they're not going to give up or back down. So that's our first big story that we're going to get into right now. So Joe Rogan's saying we need Jesus. That's a bellwether. That's a weather vane. That's an indicator. That's a gauge. The, the Democratic deep state party getting ready to steal the election and announcing all these horrible permutations of how they'll do it. Stunning information we'll get into. The whole nuclear war, expanded war with Russia front. And then it goes on, speaking of Joe Rogan, Cat Williams goes on and talks about how fluoride is so bad in the water and how it's causing brain damage and all the rest of it. And gives a good breakdown of it. And he gets flooded with attacks saying, oh no, it's good, it's nutritious. You're a chemical phobe, he's being called. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of chemicals that really hurt you or kill you. A lot of chemicals that are good for you. But imagine that level of ignorance. I got a big stack on that. Also, Southern California government, the state government says they're going to weather modify to try to fix the weather problems. Well, they're already engaged in weather modification. We'll be getting into all of that. The great cash out, Jeff Bezos, Leon Black, Jamie Dimon, and other Walton families have now sold a combined $11 billion in company stock this month, some for the first time ever. That doesn't sound like a lot of money with these people in the aggregate, but those are some of the biggest moves ever because when they do that, it signals a sell indicator. Then, of course, we have the fiasco of the bumbling, stuttering, teleprompter-reading puppet Joe Biden, juxtaposed with Trump, that's a huge, 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 huge area. Let me look at Biden. can barely walk right here. And then these claims by ABC News and others, that's the new talking point that, well, you know, Trump just wouldn't support the new bill that would have ended the open border. Then I have the Democrats separately admitting their goal is an open border and that that's their plan. So we have all of that. And then we have the giant crime waves that are exploding. Biden's America, Macy's closing, 150 stores nationwide. San Francisco store says rampant shoplifting to blame for closing. We have the leader of the conservative party who's set to probably be the next leader of Canada saying that, oh, guess what? We have a scandal. It's right over here. We have a scandal of secret gain-of-function biolabs that Trudeau's running. So it's 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 all starting to come out very, very, very fast. And that's just some of what we're going to be covering 
here today. But now is the time to be praying. And I've explained this to Joe Rogan, and he's a smart guy, that there are forces of good and evil, and there is a force in the universe that wants us to destroy ourselves, and that I, I know that he you know, grew up not super religious and was more scientific and never, never really knew what was true. And you look at the corrupt church, both, quote, Christian and Catholic, and it's so corrupt at the top. You think, well, this is a fraud, which it is. But that the archetypes of the devil and God are real, and then once you understand the archetypes are real, where the archetypes come from, well, that's because there's something behind the archetype, and that the devil is real, and that no amount of money or no amount of power will protect you if you do not have Christ. And for whatever reason, the evil flees when confronted with the name of Jesus Christ if you believe in it. And I know so many other prominent people. I've talked about this on air. I've told you I know multiple prominent people using these satanic interdimensional forces that are the special operations of this interdimensional alien invasion. That's how they come through. Just think of them as aliens. And then then you can sell all these people because that's what they are from their perspective. But they're demons. They're interdimensional creatures. And people are going to laugh at that till one attacks them. <laughs> See, and I know the Bible that as you approach Revelations, the gates of hell are going to be open, the interdimensional gate, and only a small number of Satan's operatives were here before. The gates will be thrown open, and we're going to have these things literally running around the streets. So that's where we are. Now you ask, why would these creatures attack people that were doing God's work but didn't have God's protection? You'd think that would make them wake up and accept Jesus. They can't help it. If you're not protected, they want to destroy you. They, it's like a zombie wants brains. It's got to go after you. It's its mission. But a lot of people who are super smart and super prominent get attacked by these spiritual forces and they get scared and they bow down to it. And there's been many... Famous people talk about this. And Arthur C. Clarke was a super genius and invented the telecommunications satellite and, and so much more and was a, a, a big futurist for OSS. But he didn't have God, and so he bowed to it. And then he was given the transmission. And that's why if you read his books, it's the Illuminati plan. Same thing with like Isaac Asimov in the Foundation series and iRobot. So understand, folks, every culture reports this because it's real. You're like, well, that's fantastical. Have you looked at the stars at night? Have you, have you looked at the sun? Have you looked at the birds? The, have you looked at the wind uh, you know, blowing through the clouds? H have you not felt the energy, the good and the bad? I mean, we're on a fantastical planet in an unbelievably amazing universe, and we only see one tiny sliver of the light spectrum. There's energy and interdimensional bleed. And the quantum mechanics shows all of this. That's how Max Planck, 135 years ago, he really came up with all the equations that Einstein picked up on and popularized. And Einstein was smart too, not taking away from him. But Einstein admitted he wasn't even a mathematician. He just popularized it from Max Planck and others. And they literally sat there and envisioned particles and how they would go together with math and thought we will discover those and prove those. And then they did. And then they were able to isolate them. 
and they were able to then create the hydrogen bomb, the atomic bomb before that. That's 100-plus-year-old mental visions that we're given to control the universe. Because we're designed to learn how to conquer all this matter and ourselves to have all that power and to control it. But there is free will in the universe, and there's been a lot of entities and a lot of creatures and a lot of things that have decided not to go along with the program. But if you decide to not go along with God's program, you're going to go with the devil's program, and you're going to be fully taken over by it. And it's powerful, and it tempts you, and it manipulates you. Because you're designed to be able to interface with any of it. So you've got doorways into your soul, and the only way you protect it is Jesus Christ and that defense shield. And if you want to get deeper into it, the way I'm able to convince atheists of people, just call on Jesus, and I'm going to say Jesus is real and a real force, but imagine it as an archetypal fulcrum through which we understand real archetypes that we faced before. So the archetype's embedded in you and programmed in you, but where did the archetype come from? The demon, the, 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 the creature attacking, the, the creature trying to lead you astray and hurt you. Why does every culture have that innately there? Because in our ancient past, our, our genetic ancestors and our spiritual ancestors faced that before. And they start scientifically can, uh, can understand that from their limited you know, third-dimensional scientific understanding. And then you go further and you say, and if we're spiritual beings that are able to manifest and build and create what we want, like God said in Genesis, and that what we imagine, what we plan is manifest. It may take 100 years, 1,000 years, but we build it, we do it. We're made in the image of God. Not God, but we are creators. And look what we've already done as babies. And there is an entity with a force that is threatened by us in our expansion in the universe that does not want us to expand and does not want us to push the evil and the darkness out of the universe and bring beauty and perfection and order to it. We don't do that ourselves, but carrying God's spirit into the third dimension that resonance force, that seed, that spiritual DNA, we're then able to build these outposts and beachheads in this overrun third dimension. And when people hear that, they resonate deep down. They understand it's ancient. It's true. You know what's true when you hear it. You can smell it. You can taste it. You can feel it. And it's something you already knew. So you're not being taught this by Alex Jones. You're simply having your amnesia removed so that you can remember how truly ancient you are and how amazing you are and how wonderfully and frighteningly you're built. There's a lot of Bible quotes. You translate it back into the Greek or the Aramaic. It's, it's God looked at what he made and said, I've created something incredibly powerful and dangerous. I've created a weapon. I've created something that's just absolutely horrifyingly powerful if it's evil. We're the weapon system. We're the big dogs. These demons are nothing. But if you took a newborn baby that can't crawl and can't fight 
and you put it in a bed of fire ants, they're going to kill it. They're programmed to eat it, sting it, bite it, kill it. And we're a baby that's been put down in a bed of fire ants. But we have that basic program to call out for our father. And when we do that, a defense shield goes around us. And they try to penetrate, they try to attack, but that's why they're targeting, as above, so below, the children, because we are the children of God, and there's this larger plan, and you know it when you hear it. You already knew it before you were born. And so once you understand that the archetype of Christ is real, and if we are this incredibly powerful spiritual being, even if you're an atheist and don't believe in Christ, but you've seen the power of of, of human potential, when we all believe on Christ, then that builds like believing in the Roman gods. When you don't believe in the gods anymore, they die. You now believe in Christ as love, as energy, as good, as coming together, as defeating evil. It now creates Christ. Now, that's the New Age copy, but it's one level of truth. Christ is real, a real person sent here by God because God would only put himself through something before he would ask us to do it. But you explain it to them in that way and give them the whole pantheon. They accept the first version, the counterfeit, because they've been programmed, and then you give them the real version. Full spectrum analysis. And that was my mission. And you backed me in my mission. And we are completing my mission. Our mission. I told you months ago, Joe Rogan would soon call on Jesus. We'll find the clip. And it's happened. And that's God. And that's the power God's given us. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% curcuminoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Broadcasting worldwide on this March 1st. From deep in the heart of FEMA Region 6, Austin, Texas. Transmitting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. All right, so it's a real fight between good versus evil. People are going to either choose a side, or they're going to be lukewarm and God's going to spit them out of his mouth. So finishing up on the whole spiritual issue that's really not number one, it's everything. 
It's not like the most important issue. It's the entire issue. It's our being, our, the reason we're here, our secret history, all the information that's going to begin to come out very, very soon. So when I was doing the analogy of the fire ants and the baby, let, let's use an analogy of a baby, a, a two-day-old baby laid out in a field amongst, amongst a bunch of wolves. Now, if that's a full-grown man that's 25 years old with a shotgun, the wolves aren't going to mess with him. That's a developed human. That's who we are in the future. We discover who we are, discover our incredible power, discover we can only be directed by God as the energy source to program and control that. But by our free will, we have to dial into it to be given the blueprint of the great architect. And the left will all say, and the, and the people that hate me, oh, God, that's a Mason or Illuminati thing. Everything the devil does is a counterfeit. The rainbow is not a symbol of pedophiles. It's a symbol of God's eternal promise to us. God is the great architect. He's described as the great architect. He's described as look at the stars and everything around you, and that's, that, that's, that, that's, that, that's God's work. And then the Illuminati calls the, Satan the great architect. It's like Christ is the morning star. Lucifer calls himself the morning star as well. So if I say we follow the son of the morning star, people will take that clip out of context. You'll see a three-second clip. Alex Jones just endorsed Lucifer. It doesn't matter. They'll take that clip. They'll cut out where I show the Bible verses and that Jesus is the son of the morning star. Lucifer says he's the son of the morning star. They're not one and the same. Lucifer is a counterfeit. So because all people have ever seen is a counterfeit, they then, when they see the real thing, don't know it. And it's done over and over and over and over again. The Pharisees out there that want to say everybody's a devil worshiper when they're not. And when somebody that's been worldly comes over to our side and says, we don't trust them. If you actually read what Christ said in the Gospels, he spent most of his time criticizing those people. He was out trying to find the bad guys, the people that had been caught up by Satan but weren't conscious of it to convert them over, not the hypocrites that told people how good they were all day. Like people say, oh, look at the star of Texas. It's satanic. It's a pentagram. No, it's not. It's a star. And that's symbols God gave us, and it's the symbol of the head, the arms, the legs. Satanism is the inversion of man, the destruction of man. That is the satanic symbol. That is the pentagram. Just like the cross is the sign of Christ's ultimate sacrifice and defeat of hell and death and the devil, you invert it, it's satanic. A swastika is simply a sun symbol of the sun moving through the heavens. Hitler went and appropriated it, and now liberals go to India and Tibet, and they see swastikas and demand they be taken down. So... Our, our problem is the Satanist, but they're able to win because there's so many fake hypocrite Christians that go around giving Christ a bad name, misrepresenting that they're Christ and they're the priest class and they speak for Christ. No, you go directly to Christ's words or you interface with the Holy Spirit directly and test the Spirit. You don't get it from these churches that will tell you what I'm saying is occultic. When they're occultic, they're hiding things. The opposite of occult is bringing light to it. Oh, that's the Illuminati, the light bearer. No, God is the light. 
Satan was allowed, when he was Lucifer, to hold the light and travel with the light and show people a, a, a dimmed form of it because they couldn't handle it. Again, everything is a counterfeit with Satan. That's how he operates. That's what he does. And so people will say, well, you know, Joe Rogan started talking about Jesus. Now we need Jesus. Well, we can find a photo of him at some UFC event making a joke when Anton LaVey's son there and doing a devil sign. The same people that say that about Joe as he wakes up and comes to Christ are the ones that will freeze the video I just did where I showed the devil sign he was making to show you what that sign is, not to invoke it, not to support it, but they will show that because they're the devils and say that I'm promoting the devil there. Even though if they knew the progenitor of that symbol goes back over 800 years to Italy of Christians was superstitiously warding off the devil with that sign I just showed you. And I don't even use that sign to sit there and try to ward off evil. I pray to God. I pray for the Holy Spirit. And the symbol I most resonate to is the cross. But this is the symbol in Italy of warding off the devil. That's what this is. Now, is that the symbol in modern times of Satanists? Yes, because they take over every single symbol. Until the 1970s, gay meant you were a happy person. Now it means you have sex with other men. Again, that's how Satan and his operatives are taking over every form of the communication. Every form of logic has to be taken over. Every symbol has to be taken over so you cannot communicate. And it's done over and over and over again. And so remember, the people that aren't out there exposing evil or fighting corruption and saying everybody's the devil but them, that's what Christ talked about as the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And that's who they are. And they're the worst people they are. Because I can confront the open Satanist and I can expose them but it's the people creeping around claiming they're holier than thou that keep the Joe Rogans and others from joining us because they're looking for God. They're looking for Christ, but they see the inherent fraud and the inherent arrogance and the inherent control freakism of people out there trying to keep you in their little group, in their little cult, their little, their little fake Christian denomination, because only they're the only pure ones. They're the only good ones. Well, I'm not telling you I'm pure and good. I'm fallen. I'm sinful. I know it, but I know Jesus Christ is king. I know the Holy Spirit's real. I know I've been given visions. I know I was told the future. I know I love God. I know I'm getting more sanctified and pure every day and far from, far from good. My best works are dirty rags. But I know God's plan. And I know God's got a plan for you. Skip this break coming up. Yeah, there's Rodney James Dio, who rightfully said, I don't do this symbol for the devil, even though he's saying about it all in poetry, good and evil. So the devil is never a maker. The less that he gives, he's a taker. Well, those are words about the devil that are true. His grandmother showed him that symbol. It was Italian. That's the symbol to ward off the devil. 
And again, I'm not defending that symbol because that symbol has been captured. But what does the left do? They say, take down the American flag because there was slavery under it. But what is the flag? But the flag came into a country that began the process of ending it and has done more good than it's done bad. Do I worship the flag? No. But I'm not going to let them define what the American flag symbolizes. Does that make sense? So it's not about a defense of the evil eye or warding off the evil eye. That's what that is or that is. It's about getting you to become more sophisticated and see through all this. Because I've got World War III news that's bigger than ever. I've got election fraud stealing news that's bigger than ever. I've got all this news, huge border news, and I'll get to it all. But I'm really here today drilling into all this and talking about all this because I want you to get the big picture. That I know Joe Rogan personally very well, and that he's having a process of understanding there's a spiritual war, understanding it's not just an archetype, understanding he should choose a side, and he's starting to choose Jesus, and we should rejoice in that. And Tucker Carlson said he was, you know, an Anglican and wasn't really sure God was real, but kind of, you know, was a Christian born that way, so went along with it. But now he's experienced good and evil. He's seen it. He says, we need Jesus. We need God. We need to pray. We're under evil attack. He's good. And that's something extremely positive that we've come to this point that there is a revival happening not in the controlled churches that only care about their 501c3 tax exemption, but, but in the leaders of the thought process who've been opposing the globalists because it takes their rights, it takes their freedoms. And so then Satan attacks them to try to drive them in fear under his control. And instead, because they're strong men, they say, no, I need a stronger power. I need Christ. We need Jesus. Half these churches won't even say the name Jesus. No, growing up, going to a hardcore rock concert or getting into stuff that's undoubtedly satanic, you do it because it's rebellion, it's, it's fun, it's where your friends are, there's energy. There's a lot of girls. But what matters is, is in your process of life, moving away from that and finding God. That's why they want to get the children young and totally fry them before they go through the process of going through some periods of being tempted by evil and then leaving the evil, not being part of the evil, pulling away from the evil, making the right decision like Christ being tempted by the devil when he was out in the wilderness for all those days. And that's what this is all about. So I'm going to play the Joe Rogan clip. I'm going to move on into all the temporal news uh, that's happening currently. But this is a positive, positive. I'm not going along with them. It's that simple. So I'm done even getting down into that quicksand of debating who's got the right connection to Christ and who's the best and who's good and who's bad. I just know I love God. I know I'm opposing the whole New World Order agenda, but I also love the sinners who aren't totally turned over to evil. I don't love the sin, but those that are deceived, I love them as the prodigal son, and I want to get them, and I want to reach them. I want to reach the the, the auto mechanic or the school teacher or the farmer or the police officer or the Joe Rogan. I want to reach them all because they have a beautiful soul and a beautiful spirit, and I want to be with them, resonating with their energy, 
into eternity. Because I love them, and I love you. All right, uh, I'm done preaching. But that's really where we are. We got a huge guest coming on, and I like the huge guest the third hour, but I, I guess he's over in the other side of the world, so he can only come on next hour. So we've got one of the top morticians, I mean, most prominent, uh, exposing the mass death from the shots, and I promised to get him on, so he's coming on. And then I'll have to, in the third hour, uh, get into the, the World War Three scenarios and the fluoride news and the poison shot news and the illegal bioweapon uh, bases that are now being exposed by the leader of the conservative party in Canada and the border news and all of that. We need to do a deep dive uh, on the poison shots and the massive blood clots that they are causing and creating. But I, I do want to hit this now and I'll probably have to come back to it in, in the uh, third hell. I might just take over the fourth hour today because I've, I've got to talk about this. Can we put up the full show headline guys, please? Thank you. This is uh, this is a big deal right here, but it's almost such a big deal that if I just cover this now, nobody will care. I mean, we'll have like four or five million people see it. But if I built it up for three or four days and maybe had some fireworks go off or something, then we'd have fifty million see it. And that's really what I'm looking to do is actually beat these people. And see, I, I, I'm not trying to control human nature. In fact, it's the opposite. I know human nature, but I don't know everything we've talked about is huge here. I don't know how I get people's attention on this because the Democrats are openly saying the First Amendment is the enemy. We've got to shut it down. It's America's Achilles heel. Uh, the Republicans are getting ready to steal the election again. While the CIA, while the Justice Department, while all these groups openly do it, Whoopi Goldberg says, well, we could just have Biden arrest all the Republicans. Well, they're kind of already doing that. Or they're certainly trying to. I mean, Trump's been arrested, what, five, six times and then let out on trial, but Everything they say we're doing, they're doing. So what I'll do is, well, what am I going to do about World War III? I mean, I mean, I guess I could do thirty minutes in the, in the in the third hour on World War III and play Lloyd Austin and all the rest of it. But uh, I can do World War III in ten minutes because people understand we're we're under World War III threat. But what people aren't really talking about is how the Democrats are currently already stealing the election again. And I don't say that to make you not go out and vote. No, no, vote an even bigger landslide. That can hopefully overpower it. But but this, this is their blueprint for tyranny. And I've got all these video clips, all these statements, all these admissions. This will take at least 30 minutes to get to. It's unbelievable. Uh, let me do this, though, or we will not be here. And, you know, there's a side of me. I've been doing this 30 years in April. It'll be 30 years. That just wants to say, hey, people are really starting to wake up. I've done my work. I don't have to push so hard. So what if InfoWars shuts down? Though I do care about the crew. But I've gone from really enjoying this to it being habit to now. My biggest frustration is there's so much incredibly powerful information I could take one article and do a great monologue and nail the living hell out of it and really reach people. But instead, I'm kind of in this mode of trying to hit a thousand things. That's the only way to understand it all. And then there's not a way to always drill down into it properly. 
But it's real simple. We've we, we've had a huge effect here, and, and we're having a big effect more than ever right now. And when I tell you we need your support, we need it. And and again, part of me wants to just you know say, hey, I think I put in a couple good licks on the enemy, and and punch out of here. But then every time we've done that, every time I start to think about that, I war game that. I, I see us have even bigger successes, and I realize how critical we are. So when I'm telling you how critical we are and what a big effect we've had, I, I'm really telling myself that because I don't want to say I'm exhausted. It, it's kind of the opposite of that. My discernment, as yours is, I'm sure as well, is accelerating now, and it's painful. I mean, it, 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 it's painful. It's not a coward thing, uh, but it's kind of like, you know, sticking your hand in a beehive, and my, my hand's been in the beehive for 29-plus years, and just at a certain point, it's just like, but I'm st- the hands in the beehive, though, and boy, it hurts. But I'm like, man, we're having a bigger effect. The longer I hold my hand in the beehive, the bigger effect we have. Uh, but look, bottom line, it would make it a lot easier if I wasn't running around scrabbling constantly just trying to keep this operation where it's at. I want to expand it. And I want to thank you all for keeping us on air. But all of you that support us, you know who you are. I want to thank you. We got great products you already need. Go to InfoWarsStore.com if you like incredible 10-hour clean energy without the letdown. Turbo Force, uh, if you care about your blood and your brain and your arteries and, and, and you know everything, you need to get uh, Nitric Boost. that has been recommended by Dr. Judy Mikovich and more. Nitric Boost, if you care about inflammation and in your body and all, all your organs and anti-cancer, body's ultimate turmeric formula is 95% curcuminoid. That's the strongest out there. This does amazing things. That's all at InfoWarsStore.com. As well, and while you're there, get a Team Humanity t-shirt. Uh, get the uh, Gadsden slash red, white, and blue shirt. I came up with it. I think it's a pretty good shirt. Limited edition. Get a copy of uh, one of my books, The Great Awakening. That's the current book and the last book, The Great Reset. The plan to destroy the New World Order is basically what both books uh, get into. Uh, the first of the latest books. I've done a book in over a decade. It's not my first book, but it's one of the latest books. Is uh, The Great Reset. And the War for the World, that's what's happening. And the second book uh, is powerful, about twice the length. And that's the Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next great renaissance. So that's all at InfoWarsStore.com. And then another great sponsor we've got that makes the show possible is DrJonesNaturals.com, which is DrJonesNaturals.com. All the silver products that we had years ago that were bestsellers that aren't available at InfoWarsStore.com, some for over three years, are back in stock. The original super blue toothpaste with nano silver, iodine, tea tree, and all the other great essential oils and things that is wonders for your gums, your teeth, anti-tartar, everything, fluoride-free, is available at InfoWarsStore.com. You get all the other stuff, but, but, but where you get all the Dr. Jones Naturals products that are not available at InfoWarsStore.com is DrJonesNaturals.com. So the immune gargle with nano silver, the wound gel with the nano silver, and then a whole bunch of other great supplements are there at drjonesnaturals.com, and they're a great sponsor and make this broadcast possible. So if you want to keep us on air while getting great products at the same time, take action. Go to infowarsstore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139 for InfoWars or go to drjonesnaturals.com. .com. And there's just too many products to mention. They're amazing. They're the highest quality supplements. 
So many great things available at drjonesnaturals.com. Okay, uh, we're going to go to break here in a few minutes. And I'm going to come back and bring on our special guest. And then I'm going to get into the border situation, but everybody pretty much knows about that. And and I'm going to hit this news. So overhead shot, please. Uh, The U.S. is bracing for complex, fast-moving threats to elections this year. FBI Director warns. So there's fast-growing threats. That's AP. And you dig deeper, oh, the Russians are going to hack it again. Oh, the right-wingers are going to steal it again. So we'll arrest you if you say the Democrats are going to steal the election, but we're going to say the Republicans are horrible and evil and all the rest of it. And then how Democrats could disqualify Trump if Supreme Court doesn't. And there's several big articles out of the New York Times and the Atlantic Monthly all explaining that. How Democrats can disqualify Trump if the Supreme Court doesn't. So so they're saying, even if he wins officially, we're not going to deny he won. We're just going to remove him. Not, hey, Trump, I thought I might have been robbed on an investigation. No, no, no. You won, and you don't get it. And then it gets worse. Whoopi Goldberg comes out and says, let's just have Biden arrest all the Republicans. Just full-on Adolf Hitler, 1940. Here's Whoopi Goldberg. We'll uh, get to that coming up. Whoopi Goldberg, quote, let's look at a scenario where the Supreme Court is immune from everything. Biden could do, he could just, he could just throw every Republican in jail. <laughs> so, so, and by the way, that's a talking point she's been given. And then it just goes on from there. I just covered the tip of the spear. I just covered the first part of it. <laughs> so, I mean, they're preparing for their giant martial law mass arrest program against us. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story, a story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. What happens to your country if this American aid doesn't arrive?
sovereign territory of, uh, of his neighbors. And so if you're a Baltic state, uh, you're really worried about, uh, about you know, whether or not you're next. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, they, they know Putin. They know that what he's capable of. And quite frankly, uh, if, uh, if Ukraine falls, I, I really believe that uh, NATO will be in a fight uh, with, uh, with, with Russia. Generally, it's time to expire. Chair, I recognize Jim. The bottom line on nuclear weapons is that when the president gives the order, it must be followed. There's about four minutes between the order being given and the people responsible for launching nuclear weapons to do so. As president, I will make it clear that the United States will treat cyber attacks just like any other attack. We will be ready with serious political, economic, and military responses. They're voting for peace on planet Earth if they vote for Trump. But if they vote for Hillary, it's war. We came, we saw, he died. <laughs> with her, you'll end up in World War III. I want the Iranians to know that if I'm the president, we will attack Iran. Right now, Senator, for us to control all of the airspace in Syria would require us to go to war against Syria and Russia. The U.S. military has just raised the threat level to DEFCON 2. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton is still threatening Russia with military action following unconfirmed reports of further hacking. It's like she's not even concerned about the repercussions. Of course not, because she's... Really loud noise. All right, looks like we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. We'll try to get Leanne back on in a few minutes. The year is 1995, and InfoWars launches the last of America's counter-globalist probes. In a freak mishap, InfoWars.com and Alex Jones are blown out of their trajectory into an orbit which freezes his life support systems and returns Alex Jones to Earth 25 years later. later. Transdimensionally, over the space-time continuum through full space. Where people are extremely lazy. The social engineers are there laughing. What we envisioned 100 years ago, 20 years ago, is now reality. While the society unravels, men run around totally frantic, not knowing how to be men, and women run around frantic, not knowing how to be women, and they don't understand that it's an animating contest of life and that it's fulfilling to be informed, it's fulfilling to be involved, it's fulfilling. InfoWars, tomorrow's news, today. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. It's Alex Jones. Welcome to hour number two, my friends. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the Info War.
All right, my friends, we are back live broadcasting worldwide now into our number two. And all the news we're covering this hour ties into the insane biomedical system we're facing. We'll show TV viewers overhead shot, please. We have Pierre Polyvier, the guy that'll probably end up being the next leader of Canada, who's totally anti-globalist coming out and saying, we've just received these documents Trudeau has been covering up a massive security breach at the Trudeau government, most sensitive laboratory, where the most dangerous viruses and pathogens are studied and handled. Gain-of-function, bioweapons. Trudeau's government, head of pathogens, was collaborating with members of Beijing's People's Liberation Army. Now, what does Senator Paul talk about? Fauci held conferences called in support of -of gain-of-function. How to accelerate gain of function. Now, they were already caught robbing the bank with the Wuhan lab and the leak and then the poison shots. But then we have emails going back to 2014-15 under Obama when Fauci was running this program and the scientists at Chapel Hill, North Carolina, on record back then, said this is illegal as hell. They're doing gain of function, turning the common cold with coronaviruses into stuff that'll kill you deader than a hammer. So they moved the project to Wuhan to have plausible deniability. And now Victoria Newland, the ambassador to Europe, admits that, okay, the U.S. does have biolabs, like Putin said, in Ukraine. That's why we got to go to war to stop him from getting it. I got that clip. You want to see it? It's right here, overhead shot. You want to see it again? I'm not making this up. Told you that three years ago before the Russians invaded. And I was the big evil conspiracy theorist. But I want to go to our guest because this all ties in together with it. He's a very busy man. We appreciate his time. With Congressman Matt Gates exposing it. But just remember this article. American Heart Association, this is all confirmed, was paid off by Procter & Gamble to say heart disease was caused by saturated fat from beef or pork or chicken or anything. And it's not. It's seed oils that absolutely you're not designed to eat that just to kill you dead in a hammer. They knew this decades ago, and the documents have come out in lawsuits. They paid them off to cover it up. So th- they're doing this on a lot of fronts, not just the genetically engineered mRNA gene therapies that the depending on what insurance company numbers you let it look at or what government numbers, the numbers are conservatively 17-plus million, up to 23 million dead. They admit life expectancy dropping in every Western country, fertility nosediving, cancer is exploding. It's all parabolic. The disease, the illnesses are going straight up. The fertility is going straight down. And then you've got the rubber meeting the road the pathologists, the coroners, the undertakers, the embalmers, the, 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 the people that see it, and, and, the, and the people that run the mortuaries, the people that run the graveyards. And there's just record-level amount of people dying, getting buried, particularly children, because it's rare to see a bunch of dead kids. And now they tell you on the news, it's regular to have heart attacks when you're five. So we'll go to our guest, but I wanted to just dovetail. This is a big picture here. Here is the 
man who is in the lead to be the next prime minister of Canada with the man that says he admires China's dictatorship. Breaking the news in Parliament of the incredible information they have. Here it is. We've just received these documents that Trudeau has been covering up for years. Documents related to a massive security breach at the Trudeau government's most sensitive laboratory, where the most dangerous viruses and pathogens are studied and handled. We have learned that the Trudeau government's head of pathogens was collaborating with members of Beijing's People's Liberation Army who are responsible for bioweapons and bioterrorism. We know now that uh, a People's Liberation Army official was able to gain personal access, walk in the door, look at computers, and have access to all of our most important vir- virological secrets. Let me, if you think any of this is hyperbole, read the report yourself. And we've got that linked up on Infowars.com. It's even Politico's covering it. Pierre Polyvier is Canada's next Conservative Party leader. He is the leader. Okay. So, one more clip and we'll go to our guest for the balance of the hour. And I appreciate his incredible courage. Out of all the amazing embalmers and, 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 and undertakers out there, he's been, for what he's exposed, the, the most prominent of a lot of really good whistleblowers. Uh, but here is the uh, U.S. Secretary of State minion, uh, Victoria Newland, working with Ukraine to prevent biological research facilities from falling into Russian hands. Remember, just a year ago, they said it was a conspiracy theory. The same bio labs that U.S. always denied existed and knew nothing about. Here, here she is in Congress. Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. Okay, but then we have this headline, Infowars.com, Canadian head of pathogens collaborated with the military at Winnipeg Biolab, and Trudeau covered it up. All right, John O'Looney joins us. He's with Milton Keynes Family Funeral Services. John O'Looney runs a family-owned business in the U.K., called Milton Keynes Family Funeral Services. He and his family have worked hard over the past few years to create and grow the business and have had the honor of serving a massive number of families with personalized caring services. And uh, he has uh, spoken out against the white clots that nobody's ever seen until now. Also, these coffee grain uh, clots that he's been seeing in the bodies he deals with. And the website is mkffs.co.uk. So we have funeral director John O'Looney joining us. Uh, John, thank you so much for watching your stuff uh, the last few years as this has unfolded. I know you've been censored. I know you've been uh, attacked. And we really appreciate you. Just in summation up front, and then you can drill into it. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about your work and what you've witnessed and, and then where you think this is all going. So, um, 
My name's John O'Looney. I'm a funeral director based in Milton Keynes. I've been a funeral director for 18 years. Ten of those were spent working for a big main funeral provider. And then I jumped ship and set up on my own eight years ago. Um, and I've been a funeral director, obviously running my own funeral home ever since. Talk about what you began to, to, to witness, because a lot of people know who you are. They've, you've had hundreds of millions of people see your videos. But for those that don't know who you are, describe the process then of what you normally saw and when you started seeing uh, these new developments in 2021. So um, in 2021, early 2021, um, I saw a video from a guy called Richard Hirschman who's an Alabama-based embalmer, and he talked about white clots that he'd been seeing. And we were struggling to um, embalm deceased in our care. And we thought initially that the, uh, the embalming pump wanted servicing. So we checked out the pump. The pump checked out fine. We then had a young guy in who was 30 who died suddenly, and he, his family had asked us to embalm him. We started that process, and when we opened him up and tried to embalm him, we found that he was full of white, unnatural clots. Um, so the, the way it works is there are two types of death, Alex. There's an expected death and an unexpected death. Now, with an expected death, um, if we're embalming someone, we make an incision under the collar line in the carotid artery. We insert a pump that pumps formaldehyde around the body using the circulatory system. And we're able to do that um, with people that have, have not been embalmed. But where an embalming has taken place, the coroner removes the organs, does blocks of slides and checks and tries to ascertain the cause of this sudden death. Then he places the organs back in. But clearly, during the removal of those organs, it compromises the uh, integrity uh, of the circulatory system. So you can't do it from one point of the carotid artery and they have to be manually targeted and when we took the organs out of this young man and we targeted the the arteries you can see the physical obstruction uh, obstruction in the arteries and when my embalmer's pulled it out he's pulled um, a white clot out the entire length of this young man's leg and that has uh, continued throughout 2021 2022 and onwards absolutely incredible and i've literally seen hundreds of different embalmers and undertakers talk about this show videos of this i've had dozens of them on the last few years but i've looked at the medical literature and then i've had pathologists on i've had coroners on i've had uh, medical examiners on medical doctors and they say they're seeing the same thing i see reports by the big big german pathology group saying we've never seen this before so but 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 you see way more than a pathologist does you're you're again right there kind of on the river sticks as people are going over the other side, and, and, and I know that your profession is one of the oldest in the world, one of the most scientific. I mean, what you do, it's different today, it goes back to Egypt, is preserving and embalming the body. Nowadays, I guess it would be to have the person look good. Compass that drives me onwards, and I refuse to stay silent. You know, they've tried to buy me. They tried to bump me off when I was in hospital, uh, and um, they uh, uh, expelled me from uh, an overseeing government body, uh, governing body that I was a member of. It won't stop me from telling the truth, and I'm going to keep telling the truth. And I, it comes from, I can tell you, when I first spoke out three, three years ago, uh, it was from a very lonely place. Um, not now, because I'm seeing it. Uh, you know, uh, and other people are seeing it. So I kind of draw comfort from that and hope that this will all end soon and the criminals responsible can be brought to justice. That That is powerful information. And I was just telling the crew while you were talking, 
wow, when we post this later as a video, we're not live. Put what you just said up front about the moral compass because I see this as a corruption operation. The average coroner, the average embalmer, the average mortuary operator, the average nurse or doctor is not corrupt or evil, but they're handed this fraud. The death starts, and it's scary to tell people, hey, this thing's happening. We're getting this big signal. And then when they are silent, now they begin to get captured by the corruption. And and, and what's exciting is three years ago, you were one of the first people speaking out. I remember that. Now you've been totally validated. But I see you nodding your head. Give us your view on that. Well, to be honest with you, I think what we've got is we've got a lot of good people doing very bad things for money. By design, we're all slave to the money lender, aren't we? You know, everyone is. We've all got bills to pay. So how long do you keep a secret before you then become complicit in that crime? And I would suggest, is it three months? Is it six months? At what point do you become complicit in the crime? And and I think therein lies the problem. And I've racked my brain because a lot of these people, these mortuary staff, they're good people. I knew them beforehand. They cared very much about what they were doing and about people. They had that moral compass. Why are they doing what they're doing? I can only um, say it must be down to money. And the way I think it's probably been done is they probably, uh, and I would hasten to add, this is only me guessing, I'm guessing they were offered a sum of money probably in 2019 for a non-disclosure agreement, a non-disclosure agreement that simply states you will not talk about anything at work outside work. They're paid a lump sum, I believe, and they couldn't believe they are luck. They took that money. Who wouldn't? They've then um, uh, been busy spending that money. 2019 has come and gone. 2020 has appeared. COVID has appeared. And they've gradually sunk in this quagmire totally unable to be able to talk about anything because of this non-disclosure agreement. And I would su- suggest that it's probably um, where you'll get sacked, you'll get deregistered, and you'd have to repay the sum of money you had. That's my gut feeling because I knew these people. A few of them have got really strong will, you know, the strong characters. I don't think it would be intimidation. I think it's got to be financial and an agreement they've made and they've become complicit over the months, you know, uh, and they're now st- They've got no way to go. They've got no way to turn because they've been hiding it for so long. They're actually implicated in it now. And the reason you wouldn't know is because you broke out on your own, as you said, eight years ago. So the, the and, and we know they had them sign a lot of non-disclosures in, in the regular medical field. So we know that's going on. But describe for viewers and listeners and go wherever you want, because you're the expert on this, sir. Uh, John Aloni's our guest, MKFF. S.co.uk, mkffs.co.uk. We'll put it on screen here. About when you started to see it, uh, kind of the graph of how bad it's gotten. Is it worse now? Uh, has it has it subsided some because people aren't taking as many shots? Who are you mainly seeing this in? Well, uh, historically, um, Obviously, being a funeral director for 18 years, you get a lot of experience in the field. I kind of have a good idea who should be dying when and in what numbers and at what ages. You know, historically, it's always been a seasonal um, uh, uh, business in that in the winter, there are more deaths from winter flu and stuff like that. Generally, the elderly and cancer is a very interesting one. So pre to uh, prior to the COVID rollout, COVID jab rollout, we would get people come in who'd lost a loved one to cancer and they would have a cancer story, Alex. And that story would be two years, five years, even 10 years long. We're now seeing people that are coming in who are dying from cancer in eight weeks from being asymptomatic to dead. 
And these are people in their 40s and 50s. You know, these are people who wouldn't normally historically have died of cancer. So um, I, it's very interesting. I had um, an email from a hospice nurse today saying exactly that. And I've had a number of nurses reach out to me, hospice nurses, and I've been putting them in touch with peers and MPs and, you know, trying to generate some momentum to get this truth out to people. You know, uh, the other thing we're seeing, I would say percentage wise, they're making great effort to clean up disease that released to me now. I know that um, the pathology that's been used is uh, you get two types of pathology. You've got regular pathology where a postmortem is done. And then, for example, in a murder case, you've got forensic pathology, which is a slightly increased level of dissection, a bit more thorough, a thorough look. And I believe they're making great effort because they now have been very um, vocal to clean these deceased out. And primarily, we're not finding much inside um, uh, postmortem deceased now. It tends so let's to stop be right there. Out. Stop right there. I'm not a mortician like you or trained by a coroner. But I do, I've studied the science just to understand it. Never before or very rarely when the autopsies or any of that, they're not doing embalming. They're not cleaning out the arteries. They're not cleaning out the veins. You guys began to discover this when you just try to put the formaldehyde in to the, you know, to the big arteries or the big veins to get the body ready. You couldn't get it through. That's what they all told me. I've had a bunch of, bunch of people on and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. You suddenly, the veins were all clogged up. Never before saw it starting in 2021. And, and, then, and then now you're getting prepared or quasi-prepared, already cleaned up bodies. You, that's what you just said. So now the hospitals yes. are having to do cover-up. Yeah, I, be, I believe that's wow. what's happened. They're, we're seeing different uh, tactics by different well, Let's just hospitals. stop. Let's stop. You don't believe it. You're an expert that does this for a living. Did you ever see this? Uh, hardly ever. When did you see bodies that you're calling, quote, almost basically prepared already? So they're having to do your job, clear cover-ups, what you're saying, before you get yeah. the bodies now. That is incredible. Yeah, I, I'm finding that certain parts of the body are being very much more dissected, and I know that's to clean these bodies out. I know these people are seeing what I'm seeing, and when I first came across it, I tackled the coroner. I sent an email in. I said, look, We've got this young guy in. We found these uh, really unreasonable clots inside him. And this is an illustration of that. Show us again. Go ahead. So this came out of uh, a woman's carotid artery. Um, yeah. So basically, we made an incision. We pumped the formaldehyde in. And when we removed the pump, there's back pressure. And this fell out onto the tray from the back pressure. And this was inside this woman's carotid artery and would have been throughout our system. And we're finding this in around about, uh, well, they did, um, Major Tom Haviland, who's a real gentleman, um, your neck of the woods. He did uh, an anonymous survey to all embalmers. And the, the estimate is it's around 30, 40% of the bodies. Some areas, it's 50% of the bodies. Um, we're seeing unnatural levels of cancers, for example. And I would suggest that many of these cancers are probably these inside people's lungs and arteries that's my gut feeling um because people are dying that just wouldn't normally die and they're dying at ages they wouldn't normally die and they're calling you know, it but, and they're calling it cancer yes yes of course yeah wow i mean this is unbelievable wow and and and, and again, you could say oh the government it was an accident but then you look it no, was it made wasn't. The, it wasn't exactly well so speak to that let me tell you so we gotta go to break stay there now. we're back in just a few minutes incredible interview i'm gonna try to shut up give you the floor to just go over it all for people, but I want people to realize the magnitude of what they're hearing right now, and now they're covering up the bodies before they ship them to the mortuary, folks, because they know the people that have looked at thousands of bodies are going, what in the hell is this? 
This is unbelievable. And I know a lot of the morticians we talked to said they're seeing an increase. Even though the shots have stopped, this is increasing now. And is it getting into people that didn't take the shot? Is the shedding causing it? We'll talk to our guest, John Aloni. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. All right, John O'Looney is a funeral director in England, in the UK, and he's been one of the most prominent people speaking out for three years. Now they're speaking out all over the world. They're seeing the same thing. Weird blood clots, white blood clots, things they've never seen before, mass death, and we see the real numbers from insurance companies showing that. So I said, looks to me like this isn't an accident. You said, oh, no, it's not an accident, and, and, and the break was coming up. But people ask, why would the system do this? Because once they get the medical system to go along, now they're compromised. Now they can really depopulate people and get away with this. This is all a test, in my view. John O'Looney, you got cut off of the break. Please start over when I interrupted you with, you were saying, no, this is not by accident. No. So um, basically I'd been very vocal really since the tail end of 2020, because there were no extra deaths in 2020. Um, And uh, we, I had a guy call me um, early in 2020. He said his name was John. He said that he was um, working for a government sponsored company and he was part of the pandemic effort. And he's the, the name he gave me was pandemic resilience. So, I, he said that he would call me every Monday and he would ask a number of questions. And I, um, those questions were, how many could I hold capacity-wise deceased? Um, where had I picked people up? Where from? How many? And how many were COVID? And, and this was at a time when the doctor had stopped attending. So I would tell him this information. I would tell him every week when he rang up on a Monday and he would add that to his to his numbers. And straight away, he started steering me. He started labeling people as COVID deaths that weren't. When I asked him why, for example, I'll give you an example. So I picked up one guy from a care home. He'd been there five years. He had onset dementia. I spoke to his family at the point of arrangement. They agreed he'd been there five years from onset dementia. There was no doctor present, no COVID test done, yet he would insist he was a COVID death over the phone. 
And I would ask him why. And he said that's because they had one deceased that passed away having given a positive PCR test. And they were instructed to label everyone as a COVID death from that point forward. So what happened was there were no more deaths than normal, but there were loads and loads of COVID deaths. So when it came to the beginning um, of 2021, everyone was begging for a cure and holding their arm out. And then people started dying. And I've been very vocal about this throughout 2021. Um, and in September of 2021, I took a call from a guy called Mark Sexton, who's a retired police uh, constable here in the UK. He invited me to a meeting in Westminster um, at a place called Birdcage Walk. So I attended this meeting. It was September the 28th, I believe, of 2021. And present at the meeting were Professor Dolores Cahill, Dr. Tess Laurie, um, Dr. Sukarit Bakdi, uh, Dr. Stephen Frost, Dr. Sam White, uh, a lawyer, Anna de Bissere and Philip Hyland, a barrister called uh, Francis Hoare, and a minister, a very senior government minister by the name of Sir Graham Brady. Now, Sir Graham is the commissioner of something called the 1922 Committee, and politics vary from country to country. But this is a guy who's the commissioner of a group of men who hire and fire prime ministers in, in this country. So there is no one above him politically. So we all had five minutes because their time is precious. And we I abbreviated basically what I've, I've kind of skimmed over what I've said. And I then listened as it went round the table, all telling Sir Graham Brady their concerns. And I'll be honest, I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. They said that people that have had an active ingredient will die between years two and five and that there was no cure if they'd had an active ingredient. And my jaw was on the on the table. Then Sir Graham actually openly admitted it was above his pay grade and he could do nothing about it. And he said whilst he would try, he couldn't promise anything. And at the end of the meeting, it was put to him by a number of us that when people find out what you've done, there'll be civil unrest the like of that we've never seen. There'll be civil war. I'm still convinced there'll be civil war if we don't stop this. He so, sir, I've seen a lot of your videos, and I and I and I believe you. But the, I, did, I have not known this information. Start over and explain. You're at this high level regulatory meeting. You're on this board, yes. and they are they are confessing to this. So, Sir Graham was told what would happen, and he said he couldn't stop it. You could see his face; he was ashen. He couldn't stop it. He said he would try, but he couldn't promise anything. And then he left the meeting. Now, we all went to this meeting um, universally. I certainly speak for myself and others that I've spoken to, thinking, oh, at last, someone's listening. You know, it's going to stop. We went there. He knew. He knew. And he openly admitted it was above his pay grade. But, 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 but put, what ad, uh, put what this, put, put the terms you used in layman's terms for us. So we told him what was going to happen. People were dying. People were going to die. They then went into the mechanics of how they were going to die from cardio issues, from the cancers, what would happen to vaccine recipients between years two and five post-vaccination. So Graham listened, and then he openly admitted he couldn't stop it. He said it was above his pay grade, and whilst he would try, he couldn't promise anything, and then he left the meeting. They knew what, that, they knew what was going to happen back in September of 2021. Wow. Now look at the excess deaths. We've had 100,000 extra excess sudden deaths in the last 12 months alone. The people that are coming through here, they're in their 40s, 50s, 30s sometimes. They're people that don't usually die, and every one of them has been COVID vaccinated. 
it needs to stop and it needs to stop now. And the people that have done this need to be held to account. To give you an idea, I've spoken to two peers this week who have contacted me to gather evidence to start asking the right questions. Because if it was for me, I'd burst in the House of Parliament and I would stop it personally. But there's a certain way they have to do things, a certain protocol, a certain set of difficult, unanswerable questions that need to be answered. And that's the process. That's and by the way, John O'Looney, let, 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 pause that on screen. That is William Shakespeare, real name, uh, first man or second person to take the shot, first man in the UK. He died very soon after it. So did all these other countless people. So people don't know what peers are in the UK. These are high-level government officials. These are members of the of the Lords, the Royals. House of Lords. Yeah, absolutely, House of Lords. A explain to people, so, let, let's talk what that is, but also explain, they're now on mainstream media in the UK, in Australia, in Europe, in the US, because I watch it all, suddenly saying, oh, we never made you take it, and oh, yeah, it is bad, and don't worry, we'll... So it seems like they now know it's blown up in their face. Can, can you speak to that? Yes. Yeah, so I would say uh, I've been told by one of these peers in particular that these people are panicking now. They're running around like headless chickens because they know they've come on top. People have discovered what's happened. Um, I'm getting families coming in now who are not only going through the grief of losing someone, but they know the vaccines have killed them. I'm getting nurses. I've got 90 nurses' details on my phone where I put out and appeared on Telegram. And I said, look, if you're seeing what I'm seeing in the hospitals, please get in touch. Dozens and dozens of them have. I've, I'm taking emails from doctors, nurses, um, politicians, more harrowingly victims. And I don't think it's, it's beyond denial or doubt or gaslighting now. You know, Richie Sunak... Uh, and he's unelected. He banged his pen on the table in Westminster the other day saying these vaccines are safe and effective. It's utter rubbish. It's absolute utter rubbish. And I do wonder how long they would gaslight for because we're due for them to usher in the World Health Organization here on May the 24th. And I think they will gaslight and stall and make fake promises until that time they can usher them in. They can declare. I totally agree. Stop, stop. I, I want you to get you, start over because you're really expert on this. Very informative. John O'Looney, a major funeral director there in the UK. For those that don't know, this this UN treaty gives the UN through the governments control over our bodies. The medical response lets them cover up, lets them quarantine. They built all these giant. Whether you're in Canada, the US, UK, anywhere in the Western world, they've built these giant sprawling complexes. I agree. They got something big coming. And they don't want this to break before they release the next one, which will then cover up the last one. That That's my view. You cover up one story with an even bigger story. I think that's what you're alluding to. So I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Just, you're saying such important things. Expand on that. Well, there, there are two major things that concern me. I, I mean, I'm 56 years old. Um, I've seen many governments come and go. They all make manifesto promises they never, ever keep. Well, one of those promises is successive Home Office ministers have promised to ease prison overcrowding. They've never, ever done anything about that. And yet they've chosen a time when they're allegedly we're in the middle of a deadly pandemic and we have the worst economic downturn since World War II to build uh, uh, loads and loads of huge multi-million pound prisons, huge super prisons in the middle of a pandemic and the worst economic downturn. You know, why would we need 
huge super prisons. The other thing of real concern is the 5G network that's gone up. Now, I've skimmed over the technology. I've spoken to many people who have reached out to me who tell me this 5G network can uh, has the ability to influence nanotech and graphene oxide that is inside JAV recipients so that when certain frequencies are put out, it can induce adverse reactions in these recipients. By the way, and that's believe- not their opinion. That's in a bunch of Bill Gates and globalist patents. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And that is what is going to happen. I, I believe that's going to happen shortly after May the 24th. And you know yourself, Alex, these people are Satanists. They're crazy. They're into numerology. And I'm kind of wondering if it will be perhaps the 6th of June or something like that, where it has real resonance with that. I think shortly after they install the WHO, they're going to declare another pandemic. And they've got the numbers now to be able to do that. And then we will see real tyranny across the Western uh, and developed world where anyone that falls under the WHO jurisdiction, they will see it. Well, let's be clear. They put, a, they put a self-replicating glue or sludge into everybody. As soon as you die, it all congeals like water and oil separating, and you see it everywhere. And then suddenly Bill Gates and MIT, and there's literally, I've seen hundreds of patents obsessed with what is in the shots, replicating, saying they'll do a brain interface. They could use the 5G. They look at us as responsible for that, for voting them in. Exactly. We're not. You're really smart, John. It it, doesn't represent me. It's Hegelian dialectic, exactly. Yeah, problem solution, you know. Um, so I, I believe that um, come May the 24th, it's going to get very dystopian very quick. And you'll be aware yourself, you know, these rats, they know their game is up. They know that the, the Great Reset is is suddenly morphing into the Great Awakening. So with that, these people have become particularly dangerous as they thrash about in the in the death throes of their plan. You know, so I would say that as it gets really dark and it's got to get dark for people to see it. For people to see that what people like me are predicting will come to pass and then we will see it and then we can end their tyranny. But it's going to come at great cost, like all wars. You know, victory never comes without cost. But the trouble is, because there are not bullets flying at the minute and there's no blood and bullets everywhere, people can't see a war. There is a war very much being raised. uh, Well, that's because the the bullets are coming in the form of syringes and propaganda yeah yeah yeah. and malfeasance in the hospital i mean uh for your listeners so a typical example of this to highlight this um one of the only antivirals they would allow inside covid patients was um a drug uh, an antiviral called remdesivir okay now um remdesivir was used extensively by anthony fauci in africa and he used it to treat ebola um Babies uh, that were deemed to have Ebola. Um, they were all asymptomatic. Now, he injected these babies, and uh, the mortality rate in them was 53%. That was remdesivir. Now, it's the only drug that the government policy dictated they could give respiratory patients that who were deemed as suffering from COVID in the UK. Now, what I want your listeners to do is go to Google and Google side effects of remdesivir. Side effects of remdesivir. And now there's loads and loads of links. A good Organ one is drugs.com. Um, difficulty breathing, difficulty swallowing, you know, shortness of breath, tightness of chest. Why would you give that to someone who is a respiratory patient? And then also factor in midazolam and, and morphine. I've seen them doing it in hospitals. I've laid in a hospital bed and watched them feed people on ventilators and morphine in front of me. And for folks that don't know, you, you, that that makes you just die. It makes you stop breathing. 
Yeah, of course it does. It, it suppresses your breathing. Well, if you're already in there and you're on a, a ventilator, it's going to blow your lungs out for a start. And then if you give someone red visit, uh, and it was very interesting because what was happening in um, 2021, I was picking people up from the hospital that I was told had COVID. They died from COVID. And the body bag was like half full of fluid. And I've never, ever seen that before in all my years. And I remember thinking at the time, what could that possibly be? Why is that? Why is that like that? And they were all bloated. They were crying yellow tears and from the nose and from the ears. Uh, and even being gentle as you can, pulling the deceased over, you would mark them where, you, you know, because they're so bursting with fluid. And I've since found out the remdesivir kills the kidneys so the body can't process fluid. So you fill up with fluid and you drown and there's your respiratory illness. There's your COVID. And they pre-programmed it. They pre-planned it. They paid the hospitals massive money to oh, do of this. Course, yeah, they, they massive money for everyone that had go. Everyone that went on ventilation in America, it was something like $39,000 that the hospitals were paid. Uh, the, the, so where they buy drugs here for the hospitals, they were told that if they took remdesivir, they would give them a discount on the other drugs they bought. And I've had that off more than one person who's reached out to me, you know, and you know yourself. I think uh, I often wonder why people engage with me. I think because they know I'm not lying. So I get a lot of intel and a lot of people reaching out to me, people I would never speak to. So I gather a lot. And I think of I've never been deeply religious, Alex, but I think of the Bible, Ecclesiastes 118, where uh, with knowledge comes sorrow and with a greater knowledge comes a greater sorrow. And that is what I really, really feel at this time. But I draw encouragement because I'm telling you, this great reset is going to be a great awakening. And I feel privileged to be a very small cog in a big machine that's going to bring these bastards down. Exactly. If it was I can a, see it in you. We're going, to, we're going to do it, mate. We're going to do it together. Yes, sir. You're right, John. I'm so honored to talk to you. And you said it and earlier. Me, if, me, you. If bullets are flying, we, we, we man up and we beat it. But if it's covert... It's very hard yeah. to beat, but yeah. that's why they did that's it. But fair. now people are getting it and realizing how premeditated it was. And when I saw Fauci a month ago in his deposition, he looks like he's a dead man walking. And I don't want any he violence against Fauci. Walking. I don't turn him into a victim. But I'm saying he knows he's done. And I think in one of your videos I saw recently, you said, power structure, you're screwed, it's over. And that's what they need to know more of. We know you did it. We know you creeped up and did this to the medical system. And, and, and everybody else in the medical system – who isn't part of this, you better jump over to humanity and say no and speak out or you're complicit. So so what is your message 100%. to people that are on the fence? Well, I would say, uh, and I noticed this with Sir Graham Brady, back, even back in September, you could tell here is a man sitting on the fence, not quite sure which side to fall on. Let me tell you, there's only one side to fall on, and that is the light and the goodness and the truth. And it says in the Bible, only the truth will set us free. These doctors, they all know. They know the truth. And their window of opportunity to right that wrong and redeem themselves grows shorter and shorter. Because once May the 28th comes here in Europe, we've, uh, do you know, one of the greatest gifts your forefathers gave you was the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms and to be able to fight tyranny. We've got nothing here. They're going to mop us up in Europe. We are, I'm, I know the price I will pay. But I do that for your children and for your neighbor's children and for people that I will never meet. And that is the, uh, that, that's the one thing I think a lot of this is AI driven. And the one thing AI can never take into account is the love that we have for each other, our humanity. 
And the older I've got, the more I've realized it is better to give than to receive. And my legacy would be truth and saving other people's lives, regardless of what happens to me. I'm not bothered about me. And, and, and John O'Looney, John, me, you're a beautiful person. Spoke. If you keep going with this, I'll keep you. But uh, you probably got to go. But let me just explain something. We're going to win this in the info war, thanks to men and women like you. But let's just be clear, because you didn't grow up around a Second Amendment, tough guys in the UK, kick-ass, badass people, because that was taken from you because they're scared of you. Let me just say something. With a hammer, you can take all the guns you ever want, okay? With gasoline, you can take out anything you want. And I'm telling you, they can't stop our will. The kind of people they've got with their weapons, if they come for people, like Alexander Schultz and Eaton said, the Russians would have just stood up with their hammers against the NKVD, and that was in Germany, or against the uh, GRU and the KGB. They'd have won very quickly. So I'm just telling you right now, if you know total resistance, if we go to civil war and martial law, those soldiers are going to go to bars, those soldiers are going to go to restaurants. Those soldiers are going to walk outside their house at night. And we're not looking for that. But if you study total resistance, they got a big problem. Listen, I've got guns, and I'm not going to use them offensively. If I got attacked, I will. I don't need any guns. I can get all the guns I want. And I can drive an 18-wheeler, and I can do a lot of stuff. So I'm just saying, so just when you say... They're not going to mop you up. Okay. I just want you, if we go to physical confrontation, you're going to destroy the new world order. And you, uh, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think um, this is a war unlike any other. And I don't think it will come to violence. I sense these people are flapping now. They've lost it now. They're backtracking now. It's not going to come to that. It's going to be the only way forward, I think, is consciousness and us withdrawing our consent from them. Um, I, we're not going to have to fight them. They're, they're going to collapse. And when it does, I believe it will probably come from America and then the House of Cards will fall globally. And I've seen victory. It will come. I promise you, it will come. And it will be due to people like you um, relaying stories that, are, you know, that I've I've been able to tell. I feel very, really privileged to speak to you, sir. I feel pr- privileged to speak to you. What, what time is it in the UK right now? It is uh, five to seven in the evening. Well, we really appreciate your time. I want to ask you to come on for a commercial-free show in the next few weeks because those are even more powerful than a lot of radio stations and TV stations. We have to take breaks. But in the time we have, what else would you like to impart to folks, John? I, I just um, I would ask them to hold firm, stand there. You know, they're going to tell you you can't travel. They're going to tell you you can't buy food. They're going to tell you that you can't work. Stand firm because if you take any of these injections, they will kill you. You will get sick and you will die. Um, uh, and I think when the time comes and the next pandemic that Bill Gates has sat there and gloated about comes, get rid of the 5G mask because you'll find that you'll all recover quite quickly. Turn your internet off. You're going to recover quite quickly. You'll be surprised. Absolutely. Uh, you, you just hit on something there. I know you got to go, but we got to go to break in a minute. Will you do five more minutes with us? Of course I will. I, I, yours for as long all as right, you well, need. You just, you just, I'm really, we have a lot of great guys, but you really, I can tell her dialed in. You just alluded to something. You said when they cut things off and tell you you can't travel, we can't eat. You're telling people, and I totally agree. I know they've said it, but I know in my bones, they're getting ready for a new virus, a new lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Bill Gates has already said it, and he could barely contain his excitement when he he sat there, didn't he, with uh, Melinda, and they could barely contain their excitement. I could see it. I know you could see it. Well, he said, oh, you're not scared of what happened? Something much worse is coming, and this son of a bitch starts giggling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he said, you'll take notice of this one. And he meant what he said. You know, uh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do about it collectively? How much do we love each other? I love your children as much as I love mine. That's why I speak out. 
and I'm going to keep going, I'm going to keep going, and we will beat them, I know we're going to beat them. And the idea is to inspire others to want to do the same. We're going to beat them, Alex. Their time is like a flower in the field. Pretty soon the wind's going to blow over them, and its place will know it no more. Very impressive, John O'Looney. And, and as the evil comes out in the open, more and more men and women have just been quiet living their lives are going to activate, and we are going to Nuremberg to these people, and they're going to get their necks broken at the end of a row. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% curcuminoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com.